Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 500 years in the future. The Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, utopia is going to have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. Welcome, everybody. It's an all-new Nerdin' Out podcast. Howdy. We're Yo. here for you. Me, Ravy, also Cameron, Hello. also Randy. You can find us on social media, Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram. And at the end of the podcast, the comment of the week winner going to get one of those four-quart igloo mini coolers. Oh, what a joke. Featuring the child from The Mandalorian. You guys got one a couple weeks ago. How dope are those? They're so dope. They're great. I yeah. love it. The only thing that bums me out yeah. is currently there's not like a ton of social functions which I could bring it right. to. <laughs> so I'm very excited to like shove a six pack in that thing and bring it over because it will be the talk of the party. Oh, oh heck yeah. yeah. Show it off. Uh, you can check them out at eglucoolers.com. Uh, today we got some news and reviews. Randy going to take us through all those PS5 reveals. Yes. Cameron's just started up with Animal Crossing, so we're going to hear about that. Um, we're going to talk first <laughs> about a couple big pieces of news. One negative, one very exciting. Oh, no. So let's get the negative out of the way. I mean, it's not surprising, but it still sucks that Star Wars Celebration officially canceled. Oh! I mean, it blows. I, nobody's surprised, but it doesn't mean it doesn't yeah. sting. Because you got to figure there probably would have been tons of Mandalorian reveals. Mm-hmm. Do you think there still will be? I, like, are they going to do a virtual way, thing? Are they going to release things around the time? They're going to have to, I would think. Yeah. Nothing official yet. Maybe a lot of information on, like, the shows that are coming to Disney+. Plus. Right. A victory lap for Clone Wars, probably. There's no, no way they don't, don't do a virtual I would hope. sort of convention thing, I would, I would imagine. Right. Star Wars Celebration will return to Anaheim in August 2022. Wow. That seems so far away. It is, Ugh, but <laughs> I know because there's so many things of Star Wars to celebrate right now and so many things yeah. to look forward to celebrate the Clone Wars. Look forward to the shows coming to Disney Plus. Look forward to that first trailer for season two of The Mandalorian. But look, I di- digress. I will say this. OK, it is a bummer that it was canceled. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was never anything I wanted to happen. Right. Uh, I would love to go at some point. Didn't have tickets this year, but in some ways this might be a good palate cleanser for a little bit of quietness on Star Wars for a second. Mm-hmm. For so a couple months. So that we months, all can yeah. amp up, actually get excited for The Mandalorian, and uh, we can take a breath. Yeah. And whatever else is coming after The Mandalorian. Yeah. Because I Cause think- sometimes if you go back to back, yeah. expectations are high. Yeah. Angst is high. Yeah. Trolling is high. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, you just said, is there going to be a virtual event of some kind? Hopefully the answer will be yes, but we do know- about DC Fandom. That is coming at you. Virtual event hosted by Warner Brothers, totally separate from Comic-Con at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
It starts at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, August 22nd. Virtual panels for all the big movies. Wonder Woman 1984. By the way, thank you for everybody who did a wellness check on me (laughs) over the weekends when Wonder Woman 1984 got kicked to October. Kind of happy about that. I am too. I would have gone in August. It it would kind of been a bummer though. But then when you saw the numbers come back and they were smaller, you know, it wouldn't have been quite as fun. And how Mm. am I... Going to stress eat my popcorn right. if I'm sitting six <laughs> feet away from Ravy. Uh, I <laughs> That's mean, very difficult. It is difficult. How can I hear Cameron munching how, in my eardrum? How will I cross over your lap four <laughs> times to go pee <laughs> if I'm not right next to you? <laughs> so you got Wonder Woman 1984. You're going to have the Batman, the Suicide Squad, Black Adam. Which oh, yeah. That's w- interesting is barely in pre-production, if it is. Forgot about that. But The Rock is going to be participating in the Black Adam panel. Uh, You're going to have a panel about Shazam, the Snyder Cut, Arrowverse shows, Doom Patrol, which just released another trailer Mm -hmm. that looks dope for season two. Very excited. Harley Quinn, I've talked to you about how much I freaking love that animated show. I'm bummed because it just left Hulu like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And I only got through one episode. Oh, no. So I think I'm just going to buy it. I got to bite the bullet. Oh, oh, on Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Uh, They're going to do a panel for Watchmen. Oh, great. Really? As they should. They should take a victory lap for that show. They should. Because Watchmen was excellent. So wait, so Warner Brothers is doing the whole panel, the whole event? This is all Warner Brothers. Does Warner Brothers produce? Uh, Oh, I guess they do the HBO connection now. Right. They absolutely do. I'm getting rave. Um... People are hopeful for the first look at the Batman, some kind of teaser. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been putting a lot of stuff out on Twitter, the Batmobile, the Batsuit. Everything they've yeah. put out so far has just increased my boner. Uh, same. Maybe the first look at the Suicide Squad, which got a lot of filming done look, before a uh, pandemic started. Any of the above, I'm cool with. Uh, Batman Arkham game, Randy. Maybe they'll have that reveal there. Okay. Or possibly... Did they get the casting done for Batwoman? Like, who's going to be the new lead actress? Uh, These are just some things people are throwing out there that they would like to see. Spoiler, it's not Ruby Rose. <laughs> uh, it will be at DCFandom.com, mm-hmm. and it will be a Justice League-themed site. You got five main portals. Cool. You got Watchverse, which is the panels and screenings. Uverse, which is cosplay and fan-created content. Kidverse, obvious. DC Insiderverse, so that's like behind-the-scenes videos of all kinds of stuff, and the DC Funverse, which will have a comic reader app, downloadable activity kits, and Mm. exclusive digital storefront. So it all seems really, really exciting. And for stuff that I'm loving about DC right now, the Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, I'm excited to learn more about the Snyder Cut. I want to get a. I want to get a first look at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about it. I do wonder how they how they could possibly integrate this into future installments, though, because it's hard to believe that they'll put all this work in, all this time and dedication to make it work flawless, and then never go back to it again. Because next year yeah. we're going back to in person convention things. I think it'd be kind of. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they integrate this and in whenever they would say, like, let's use the Batman uh, mm-hmm. movie for example. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they integrated this sort of as a a thing before they announced or released the official trailer. You know, you get what I yeah. mean? Because I just find it so strange to think that these companies are putting all this effort, all this work into these, uh, you know, quote unquote conventions. Right, their own virtual cons. And then never go back to them ever mm. again. Yeah. 
He got to figure two. This is pretty big blow to Comic Con at home. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like I haven't 100%. heard anything that's going to be part of it yet. hundred well, percent. I just think this is. I mean, obviously, this is a uh, the whole COVID madness. Is we've had a few months to prepare for it, but I don't think Comic Con ever in their wildest imagination thought this could possibly happen. Yeah. They never had a contingency plan because Comic Con's always been that in person thing to go to. They don't think about a plan B, which yeah. is why mm-hmm. I think DC now, if there ever was a moment, is your time to strike. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. For sure. I mean, you have a lot that you can ride on. You have a lot of film releases you can ride on. You have the launch of HBO Max, which will give more mm-hmm. eyes to your properties like Doom Patrol. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have Marvel kind of sitting quietly right now. Right. Marvel got stuck because of the pandemic. None of their stuff is done. And there's so many good properties. Mm-hmm. There's so many good properties within DC. Agreed. Doom Patrol, absolutely loving. It's so fun. I thought, oh. It's such a fun show. Oh, man, I'm through season one. But then I'm like, they were, they did 15 episodes. Wow. Do you know what I I've realized? I've got five more to go. Rip! I, so we've talked about Legends of Tomorrow yes. before. Mm-hmm. And I really like Legends I of like Tomorrow. I like it, yeah. But I like Doom Patrol for the reasons I like Legends of Tomorrow. Added bonus, it's not on network television, so it's allowed to be grittier. Oh, my God. It's allowed to be shittier in that they can curse more. Brendan I, Fraser swears so much. I I don't think I've ever liked Brendan <laughs> Fraser in anything more than this. Oh, agreed, 100%. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's a brain and a robot, and you don't so really good. see much Brendan Fraser. has nothing to do with that. I think Doom Patrol definitely gives me um, Umbrella Academy vibes. Oh, 100%. And okay. so I'm thinking definitely. it's nothing I really considered before, but now I'm like, I really like the misfit groups, obviously. I mean, that is a comic trope for sure. But look at how much I dug the Watchmen and how much I was so into that. Mm -hmm. Then I watched the Umbrella Academy and I loved it and I was super into that. Now I'm watching Doom Patrol and I'm super into it. Yeah, I think... This is is a calling for me. (laughs) (laughs) I think the ensemble group uh, on TV works very well. It does. DC, DC figured it out and they're doing it. I mean... Marvel struck gold with Guardians of the Galaxy yep. because if you were to tell them, you know, years prior that this is what was going to happen, they would never believe you. But Doom Patrol worked really well, so I think they have something here now where, you know, they can bring in more groups that people don't know about or they could just completely steer away with the their own soul soul right. character or something. It's just so much easier to get to know everybody yeah. doing it that way. It's I mean, think about there were movies leading up to Avengers, so you mm-hmm. already knew who everybody was before they teamed up. And so doing it mm-hmm. this way you, you know, not throwing everybody in, getting to know all the players. I love it. Season two drops June 25th. Not the full yeah. season. What? Really? Not the full. So how many apps? You Three. Think, oh, we're, doing, oh. we're doing this again. And then it's week to week to week. Okay. No, not okay. No, that's cool. I, I appreciate we're still doing them, this, guys. I appreciate them dropping three. Ravy's team binge. To get you binge. real titillated. And then, <laughs> you know. Ravy's team binge. I know I am too. And then the Umbrella Academy season two drops on July 31st. Do you have any concerns about DCFandom.com being able to handle all the traffic? Is the site going to crash? I don't Possibly. think. I think it depends on, I think it depends on how they do it. Like if they're trying to use some sort of their own proprietary video player or something, that's always a recipe for disaster. But if they're mm-hmm. using an existing app, like if they're linking out to Instagram Live or YouTube Live or Twitter Live or something like that, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that they could probably be okay. Yeah. That's but, the thing, though. I think 
the, the, the potential of them crashing is very high unless they utilize different fr formats or different okay. fronts. So if you have Facebook, right. if the DC page on Facebook exactly. is also live streaming exactly. it. Exactly. The YouTube page is live streaming it. Then by doing that, you're kind of spreading it out so it's not just one big cluster F on the website. Which, okay. this is a thing that, that companies battle with sometimes. Like, yeah. You, it depends on who's running what. Like, a lot of uh, old school people will approach this kind of thing from a, a revenue perspective when mm -hmm. really events like this are about creating revenue later on yeah mm. but mm -hmm. a lot it depends on if they're focused on the day of if they're focused on the day of going okay there's gonna be a lot of eyes on this event we can make a lot of money today right let's make that the priority then i think there's problems there advertisers you have all those things going on for all we, you know i mean dc has shown us time and time again even in the new age they've still got an old age mentality and the way they view things and go about things yeah so maybe they have the fear of third party groups or third party you know pages on Facebook, on Twitter, hijack, quote unquote, hijacking it and presenting it on their own feed and taking away from mm. them. But if you think about it, that actually helps them at the end because they're still getting the publicity Exposure. and they're spreading it across. Yes. So you don't have all this data, all these people crashing the website because then if you crash the website, it's going to look even worse for them. Oh, it's going to look real bad. So I don't know. But that's know. a legit concern that I have. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I hope, uh, I hope they have it together. The site is not currently up the last time I checked. Uh-huh. So they're I working think, on it. Yeah. Like That's I like, I like the way pre they presented it when they announced it. They yeah. have the whole like cool visual behind it. Mm -hmm. The name is pretty uh, catchy. Right. So I really do think that this is, this is one of the biggest things for them in a very long time because all the eyes are on them. Got to be a concern for Comic-Con too. Oh, absolutely. But I have a suggestion for Comic-Con if you're listening. Uh, sure. Create separate, separate YouTube channels all called Hall A, Hall B, Hall C, Hall D, Hall E, whatever, Hall H. Mm -hmm. Release a schedule. Mm-hmm. People can watch whatever hall they want to. It's very easy, very organized that way. Right. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. When Lollapalooza or Coachella streams on YouTube, there are definitely different feeds. This right. stage, this artist. This mm -hmm. stage, this artist. This easy. time, this time. And it looks good. Looks good and sounds good. So. Or you also have the option of just having this, as much of it pre-recorded as you can, oh, and yeah. just present it. Because then if it's pre-recorded, you can still live stream it from your page, but it's not Good on point. you. If something goes wrong, it's not going to, people Good aren't going to be sitting there and pissed off for 10 minutes. Like where the hell did the feed go? It's already out there. Oh, so do you think maybe DC will do some of that too? Maybe. Just like pre-record their Wonder Woman panel, they for example. Should. I think that's a good you idea. Know? Look, if you want it to be figured out, go to randmancsulting.com. <laughs> he doesn't charge much. Easy. He'll charge you something. I'll ask you, how much do you think I deserve? <laughs> <laughs> Never do that, Randy. <laughs> Never do that. So basically my life has been back and forth between Doom Patrol and Animal Crossing. Doom Patrol and Animal Crossing <laughs> and like a mm. workout. Right. Shower, yeah. back to Doom Patrol or Animal Crossing. <laughs> because I do not play Animal Crossing while I'm watching Doom Patrol. That's also, as I've talked about, the biggest signal to me that I'm liking it mm -hmm. is if I'm not doing anything else. I'm okay. just watching. Nice. And that's what I'm doing. So we do have some major... Mega Uber Ultra Animal Crossing news. What? Cameron has joined the game. Oh, Cameron. yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome Ripple. to the modern day, my here. friend. We've been begging Welcome Cameron to, to the join. island of animals. Uh-huh. And so you're in your early days. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts right now? Uh, my main thought is I totally get it. The addiction? I totally get the addiction. Yeah. I, I told you on previous episodes that my suspicion was that uh, you would really like uh, games like Roller Coaster Tycoon right. and The Sims based on your enjoyment of this game. Mm -hmm. 
and much in the reverse is the same for me. I love the relaxed attitude that these games have. Yeah. And it makes me really love Animal Crossing 10,000%. I totally get it. For people out there saying they don't get it, it's boring, you're just doing things, like you're, tasks, you're mm -hmm. whatever. You're kind of right, but in the best possible way. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. so relaxing. I'm totally on board. 100%. I It has really helped people, myself included, through the pandemic. It keeps you busy and it's not stressful. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of things to do, yes, but you're not stressed about any of it. You're not stressed at all. You're just creating. If it doesn't work, all right, I'll rip that down. I'm going to try something else. You know, you just get ideas and you go visit other islands and you just have fun. So I'm very early on in the game still. Yeah. Uh, I think I played, I played over the weekend predominantly and then a couple of days this week, but I think I've probably, I don't know, when you look at my friend code, how many hours does it say? Six or seven, seven or eight, something uh, like that. I'm getting closer to 12. Really? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, but I, but I totally get it because so there's tasks, there, there's so many different ways that you can play the game and that's kind of what I like about it. So if you log in and you're going, okay, you know, I'm more of in a mood to just fish, design to <laughs> fish. Yeah. You can just do that. Yeah. If you're in the mood to advance your tasks, to get more things built on the island, to have more islanders come, to whatever, you can do that. If you want to collect supplies because you want to prepare for building shit later on, if you want to make money, you can do all those things. If you want to socialize, you can go do that. Yeah. It's like, what are you in the mood for today? And all mm -hmm. of it is relaxing. There's the music, mm -hmm. there's the breeze you hear, yeah. there's the soft, you know, sound effects. You're on the ocean. And none of it, none of it, even when you have tasks, even when you have things to complete, none of it is ever stressful. Uh, the stakes are never high. Yeah. Because it's your island, you know, you're getting it done on your timeline. Right. And you've mm -hmm. said this a thousand times, Rave, but this is the, the timing for the release of this game could not have been better. Yeah. So could they not just have been lucked out like crazy. Nintendo. I know, right? Somebody messaged us. We actually get, we get several Animal Crossing messages every week. Now. I like that. I like uh, we it. We had a message that said the last podcast, uh, Ravy just talked about Animal Crossing for 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what I can do. Look, <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from, but mm -hmm. this is a massive, a massive game right now. It's a massive movement that a lot of people are joining fun on. Yep. And I get it. It's not, I'm completely on board with it. I think you, texter or commenter, could do it if like it was something that you're immersed in. Totally. And I'm currently immersed in Animal Crossing. I could talk about it for a long time. And look, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, some, if you haven't played the game, if you're hearing us talk about it, it might seem like it's too much. Or that you're and too late. I totally late. get that. But if you play, if you join for just a few minutes, or in my case, 12 hours, in Reggie's <laughs> case, over 300. Right. Mm -hmm. You will totally get why we're talking about it so much. Yeah. Uh, we had another message from our friend Fur Babies of Smudgeland on Instagram. Fur Babies. Who said, just found a Switch on a selling app for only $60 over retail, brand new in box. Been trying to get my hands on one for months. I'm so pumped to start Animal Crossing with Cameron and to play with Ravy. I, this, this is the only thing that bums me out right now, is that Nintendo Switches are very hard to get your hands yeah. on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there are people gouging the shit out of them on apps like OfferUp and Craigslist yeah. and eBay and all that, which I understand. I've been in the position of trying to make money before. Sure. Uh, but I will say, if any of you out there are wanting to get a Switch for this game or any other, uh, there's a Twitter account Randy has mentioned very. I was about to plug it. I was about to plug it right Fat now. Fat Kid Deals uh -huh. on Twitter. 
they post, they have posted several times within this last week alone, mm-hmm. whenever Amazon restocks switches, the Switch Lite or the Switch Classic, mm-hmm. let's call it, at retail price, they go fast, right. but if you set up notifications, yeah. you might be able to get your set hands on Set up notifications, one. they just recently became an official affiliate of yes. Amazon. Oh, congratulations, Hello. Hello. Making Deals. deals. We Hell love yeah. you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we spend so much money. So they're on <laughs> so the ball. The timing is accurate. It's, okay. no, it's no BS when they present it to you. It's legit because now they're affiliated with Amazon. So Yeah. And I, I mean, I've done it before where I've gone to the checkout thing just to see because sometimes, you know, you'll click a link or whatever and I'll be like, oh, unavailable or whatever. Right. And the links do work. Okay. Obviously, 100%. The products are there. 100%. You just got to be quick on the draw. Okay. Fat Kid Deals. Get your switches. Don't pay $500 for some dude in some parking lot. Yeah. So that was a great thing, too, that I had a switch. Yeah. I was lucky, too. I I, I had one before all this price gouging. I mean, Mm because who would have known, even with all this going on, you have three major consoles. You would assume any of these could have been price gouged, but I guess the switch was the one. But, dude, I'm all... All in on all in, a hundred percent. Welcome, Cameron. Welcome. Now, I do have some concerns about you, Cameron. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm wondering if you're going to lose your zest for Animal Crossing when Star Wars Episode One Racer comes oh, out for yeah. Switch oh, next yeah. week. Look, <laughs> I'm very excited for it. I know. I am very stoked to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will not take me away from Animal Crossing because Animal Crossing is. More of a part of my daily routine. Yeah. Uh, in the racing game, I can only play. I mean, I'll play it a lot, but yep. I can only play it little bits at a time. Will you get it for Switch or PS4? Uh, the Switch. Yeah. I, I currently do not have a PS4. The Switch sounds so much better, though, because you can just take it with you wherever you go. Yeah. You well, know? I asked Randy off pod, you know, some advice about w- what uh, format should I buy this Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Right, yeah. Which is the next big game that I'm super pumped about. Mm-hmm. And Randy's like, get it for Switch. Yeah. You're Switch. I, you're switching. I think so too. Just it, do it. You can take it with you and you if can. If it was a game exactly. like, you know, Call of Duty or Fortnite where yeah. you're relying kind of more heavily on graphics performance and right. the internet, I would say PS4 or Xbox. Yeah. Just yeah. think about how but, annoyed you're going to be when you're on a flight to the Berg. Yep. And you're like, right. son of a bitch. But we're Christmas. talking Legos here. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's holiday time. I'm stuck on a plane, yeah. sitting six feet apart from everyone with nothing. To, I can't even drink. Yeah. Right. I sure wish I had my Switch here. Good point. That's why it's, oh man. I, I pre-ordered for the Switch. I totally get why people are Xbox people and PlayStation people. Of course. Totally get those gamers. Mm-hmm. But when somebody asks me, especially if they have kids or you're mm-hmm. like a family person or just kind of want to be a casual gamer, what console they should get, I am hardcore a Switcher. Yeah, hardcore switcher. I love it. Yeah. I love it too. I think I mean, it's great. I I believe I strongly believe there are games kind of like a time and place. There are games that are meant to be sort of sat sit down games. Yeah, and then there are games that really they don't they don't have to be that way. Like Call of Duty, that's a very intense game. Yeah, you gotta pay attention. Mm-hmm. You have a game that's really uh, story driven. You probably want to pay attention if you're moving around and yeah. stuff. You can't you can't really focus on it. Right. But when you got something like that or any of these Pokemon games, mm-hmm. you know, f- feel free to take it with you wherever you go. Well, speaking of Pokemon, they announced that the classic N64 game Pokemon Snap Hell! is coming to Switch. They did not give a release date. It was like an announcement to get everybody all rotted up. Yeah. So, did you ever play Pokemon Snap? We did on the N64. And? I liked it. I don't I get it. I think it's a... You don't get it? I don't what get the, it. What don't you get? 
I my I retweeted and I was like, yay with a question mark. I mean, I I never got to play it. It was before me. Mm-hmm. By the time I I got my little hands on a console, I was already past the whole N sixty four stuff. Yeah. Right. And when you're in middle school or when you're in elementary school, you're dumb. And you don't care. So I was like, whatever. And then I finally heard about it. And I'm like, so what what what's the story? It's like, oh no, you just take pictures of Pokemon. Yep. I'm like, so you pay, <laughs> and that's oh, why. snap, so it's just snapping so pictures? So if I'm a child, and I save my money to buy a game, and I buy Pokemon Snap with the idea or the thought that it's going to be just like any other game, and all I'm doing is taking pictures well, of- Well, you wouldn't think that. Pidgeotos, and- Well, I'm saying like, for me, in my case, I know nothing about it, so right. going into it, it's like, are you doing is taking pictures? It, to me, I don't get it. Here's I what I'll say. I don't understand it. Well, here's what I'll say. Or the hype, at least. Randy, you would definitely not enjoy playing it. I don't think so. <laughs> it is completely not up your alley. I don't know if the Switch one will involve more action or whatever, but mm-hmm. based on what I know about the N64 one, don't waste your time. Ravy, I think you'd be into it. Yeah. I because thought it looked cool. I like about, that big whale. You're about, I don't know, I mean, you're not a mega Pokemon fan or anything, right. but you're all about completing tasks, yes. getting the game done, yes. and... Pokemon Snap is you're indexing Pokemon. Mm, you're okay. you're trying to get you get better like more points based on the quality of the photograph that you take of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like I I totally think it's something that would be up your yeah. alley. That sounds like something you'd be hundred percent. Yeah, I I could care less about like getting all the Pokemon. Yeah. I just want to finish the, the campaign. Right. But it doesn't seem like there's a campaign. So for you, you're definitely gonna want. And plus, I also heard that um like when the game first came out. Blockbuster was really tied into it because you could go print out print your the pictures. pictures. Yeah, so I'd imagine. Oh wow, that was yeah. a big thing. Super old school. You took school. your cartridge in uh-huh. to Blockbuster. Like, yeah, I'd imagine now they're probably going to integrate like what Twitter, Instagram, Instagram on it, so sure. you can post your pictures and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Imagine. That makes sense. Pokemon Snap. Uh, I, look, I know Squirtle. Sure. I know Charmander. I know Pidgeotto, yeah, of course. I know I'm, I'm a pigeon. Uh, Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> I really uh, enjoy them uh, digging back. Look, I, I am a person who thinks new ideas are a good thing mm-hmm. when it comes to video games, TV, movies, all that stuff. But I am a big fan of how uh, Nintendo and even Sony are dipping back into the well of franchises that were mm-hmm. successful and that people enjoyed playing and making new you know, renditions. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. dipping back into Tony Hawk like oh, we've, yeah. we've yeah. heard about. I'm a fan of that. Hell yeah, cool. these ne- these aren't necessarily crazy wild ideas. They're concepts that could be made at any time. You okay. know, so it's like instead of thinking, "Oh, I wonder what it looked like in today's graphics," like let's just right. make one because right. what's the difference? Exactly. Uh, before Randy tells us all about the PS5, how about the first trailer for Star Wars Squadrons, ah! which Holy. comes out on October second? Holy tits! Yes. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It is a first-person game of space combat that takes place after the events of Return of the Jedi. Jeez. Um, I took... Uh, whoa. Yeah. What do you now, think, Rave? Here's what's super crazy. If you have the appropriate gear, PS4 and PC, you VR? can play in VR. Uh, yeah. I saw an interesting <laughs> article. They were like, if this can't save VR, nothing Dude, will. This is a game built for VR. Obviously, it is a hundred percent built for VR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And as a, I was a fan of these games on the uh, the GameCube and N64 you have like Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what the it's a uh, something Naboo Starfighter or something. I forget the name of it. I love these games. Rogue Squadron was the big one, I think. Yeah, the, on GameCube. I uh, I'm so excited. I know these are going to be more intense than those. Oh my gosh! Oh my. Look at the I know, look this at is the opening so of the intense. trailer. This is essentially going to be Battlefront in the sky. Mm-hmm. Is the vibe I'm getting? But this is if there was ever a game made for VR. This has to be it. Mm-hmm. No, Plus, if you were playing in VR, Randy, would you be sitting? Sitting, a hundred percent sitting. Oh I don't want to be standing, yeah. flying an X-wing, and be turning and stuff. I'm gonna knock something over. Yeah, do you want to barf? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> but I think this concept, this idea, is so exciting. Plus, the price tag isn't too crazy. It's yeah. not sixty. It's uh, it's forty nine ninety nine or forty. Yeah, sorry, not forty. Oh wow, 40, forty bucks. Which which then it, it it pretty much indicates that you're really all you're doing is just space uh, space combat. Right, and I also read that um, so they're not gonna do like. DLC. There's not going to be a yeah. bunch of shit they make you pay to download. No microtransactions. To, to get the oh, full good. experience. Because that's what kind of did uh, Battlefront. Right. The People lost one. their right. minds over it. And crossplay. Yes. So if I have an Xbox and Randy's playing on PC, right, we can mm-hmm. play exactly. each yeah. other. Exactly. That's had, pretty dope. Which they adopted bitching. what the Activision did with Call of Duty, which I think is really great. But mm-hmm. uh, it's... It, it's great, but also not great because sometimes a certain player on a certain console will have a somewhat of an edge. So I'm sure PC oh. players are just going to go about beating the shit out of everybody. Right. But the the idea of crossplay is so cool. I'm, I'm glad we're yeah. finally getting to that stage. There's a campaign mode that puts you in either the New Republic or the Galactic Empire. Man. Fuck yeah. Two and campaigns. It, and it has multiplayer mode Ugh. where you can take place in five-on-five battles. And that's what I love, too. It's intense combat. That's like not... Because usually when you have these big old deathmatch matches, you have like 20 people. Yeah. This is 10 people. It's... Look, the trailer looked very intense. It is. Oh, God. Imagine playing VR. I would get the shit scared out of me. This shit flying... (laughs) Because like all of a sudden, you know... Yeah. Whew. It looks super fun. mm -hmm. October 2nd. Wow. Gotta got wait, but not too long. But that first trailer, I could see how everybody might be hooked. Think about uh, that, yeah. though. Like, they released that even without the Star Wars celebration. So yeah. Like, Check this out, guys. A bitching game coming your way, yeah. along with the Mandalorian around the same time. Oh, hell yeah. Star Wars still has their heel press on everybody. Like, hey, guys. Pretty we're the, trendy. We're the shit here. I wonder what the plan was. Were they going to put out the trailer for Squadrons and then have it be playable well, at Star Wars Celebration, you um, think? I think the Or initial, would they have held uh, it yeah. to Star Wars Celebration? I think the initial plan was to blow minds. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure about Doesn't all the stuff. But. <laughs> the, whole, it's, the, the whole way this went down was kind of confusing because earlier this month it leaked out that somebody at uh, that EA was yeah. somewhat working on a Star Wars game. Okay. So, we weren't really sure what was going on. We thought it was the sequel to Fall in Order. And then Friday... Xbox, the website, they accidentally leaked the promotional picture for this game yeah. that said Pilots Wanted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
And so then later that day, they were like, hey, guys, uh, we're just going to release a trailer ah. on this day. So I'm not sure if that was a if that was just because look, it's already out. We might as well. Or maybe mm -hmm. they were saving it for the, maybe. the celebration time. Look, it's coming at you October 2nd. Uh, coming at you later on this year, PS5. Oh, and Sony Woo! had their big reveal party. Randy, <laughs> who has his own podcast about gaming. I call next. I call next. Uh, Randy. Break down some of the PS5 reveals for us. So it was a big, impressive presentation. If you remember earlier in the podcast, we talked about uh, potential ways that DC could avoid having their stream crash. And I yeah. mentioned how having everything recorded would be nice. Remember, the original date for this was a week prior, but because of everything that was going on with the country, they decided to push it back and they presented it to us pre-recorded. Now, some people may argue that, oh, well, you know, that, that doesn't seem as exciting for me personally as a gamer and as a normal human being who has a schedule and things to do. I actually appreciate everything being pre-recorded, nice and tight and to the point, because when you think about it, as much as I love E3 and I much I love all these conventions where, mm -hmm. you know, you see the crowd, you see the excitement, the presentation. Mm -hmm. It's like we don't have some random Joe Blow from YouTube presenting whatever talking about this we don't have all these like time that we're wasting it's trailer 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 bing bang boom to the point and less than less than an hour and a half i'm in and i'm out and yeah, so i appreciate I'm okay that. With that i'm totally fine with that too i like that it's fast it's fast mm -hmm. it's concise and it works and yeah. so during the presentation playstation it was impressive but at the same time it was confusing so right off the bat they present us with miles morales the new yeah. spider-man game and so everyone's hyped up everyone's excited oh new spider-man game yeah Later in the day, comes out, Sony executive said, oh, no, it's not a new game. It's a remastered game with an expansion. And I remember earlier that week, I'd spoken to Ravi about how what these guys do is they'll release a game close to the deadline where the new console comes out. Right. And then they just sell it again to you as, quote, unquote, remastered. So now you have two games of the same thing. That's what happened with Grand Theft Auto V with the 360, the PS3. and the Now, are they holding to that? Because like, I had read, you had said well, that, and yeah. then I read later on something else again. Exactly. So there was a miscommunication, and these big companies, these big media companies, they put, they blew this up. They were like, Sony yeah. exec says this and this. And then I saw from the community manager at uh, Insomniac here in Burbank, shout out to Insomniac, we love you. Sup? Uh, they're like, oh, no, no, this is a brand new game. So it's like, okay, well, what the hell? What is it then? You guys had this big presentation. The floor is yours, and the communication was just all out of sync. It was all out of whack. So why would the they not want to say that it was a new game? I don't know. I don't see. I, What's like, the hesitation? Even for there? me though, it's like why not just have it on the on the title card? You present the title, brand new video game, boom. You know, as opposed so, to people being it being up in yeah, the air. Eliminate confusion. So is it a new game? It is a new game, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> We're See, still like, not quite sure, but I—I uh, I mean, for all I know, shit, I could be—I could be confused too. I mean, okay. whatever it was, whatever it is, it looked really friggin' cool. It looks awesome, and everybody loves Miles. Yeah, and I'm excited because the fact that they're introducing a different variation of a hero that's not, you know, Peter Parker. That means like sky's yeah. the limit for all yeah. this stuff now. Like now we're getting brand new characters, brand new things we haven't seen before. So that's I'm totally a, yeah. down with it. Okay. You know, hundred so percent. That that was one of the uh, first exclusives that they showed us. Then we got Gran Turismo. Now I didn't even know this is Gran Turismo Seven. I I really don't even know anything about the other six. If there are other six, I, mean, I don't know if the seven is like the seventh installment yeah, or just the number they put behind is, it. Is Gran Turismo exclusively PlayStation yeah. racing is. game? Yeah. And uh, Cameron, did you play Gran Turismo? On I the did, PS1? yeah. I played it on uh, PS1 mm -hmm. and then PS2 when Gran Turismo 2 came out. I really loved the game mm -hmm. um, it, because it's a lot different than, especially at the time, it was a lot different than conventional racing games. Uh, it was more a simulator. Okay. So 
the controls, the visuals, even when they were, you know, at PC or at PlayStation One quality, yeah, they're more real to life. And uh, the licensing is out of control. Like I remember, I, I think it was Gran Turismo Two. You're racing around in a Mitsubishi Lancer, you know? Oh, nice. So it's like, yeah, it's cars you're familiar with mm-hmm. and brands that you're familiar with, which definitely made it stand apart. And Again, simulator is, I think, the the biggest word that I would attribute to it. And even in the game footage for Gran Turismo 7, I think you get that vibe. Okay. Yeah. So cool. we, we got a Gran Turismo. I mean, obviously a big brand if it's the seventh one. Absolutely. Because think about it. Xbox has Forza. Then you yep. have, uh, you mentioned earlier that there's a, a Burnout Paradise. Burnout Paradise. So people, there's a market for the racing games. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of racing games, the simulators. To me, it's like, okay, I want to race. Mm-hmm. What's next? Yeah, I think I think honestly, Randy, the you actually might like Gran Turismo quite a bit. Okay, because there's a lot, or at least when I played, I'm assuming they're going to carry a lot of this over with the new one. There's a lot of customization that you can do on your cars, mm-hmm. and you know all that kind of stuff. So I think you could be into it. It's it's certainly about the racing, but it's a lot less about just start finish. Okay, you know? cool. I might I might check it out then. But okay. yeah, so amongst the uh, the whole presentation, there was some more confusion because not all the games they presented were Sony exclusive. So it was like, take this with a grain of salt because all these games are being presented to you, but you could very much also play these on Xbox. But some of the exclusive they did highlight a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, and that's a great game. I mm-hmm. enjoyed that game. Uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil 8 Village. I haven't uh, I haven't played the 7th one, but the biggest one, I think, and the, the one I, I was uh, surprised at how many people didn't expect coming was Ratchet and Clank. Hell yeah. That's the, the first sequel. thing Cameron Hell talked yeah. about. Ratchet and Clank! Rift Apart, which is also being made by Insomniac here in Burbank. Ratchet and Clank! What's up, Burbank? We love you, Insomniac. But Dude, uh, that was the biggest one. Game. And just in my opinion, game. that game was the best presented because oh. the graphics look... It's just it looks it's insane. It looks really cool. It's ridiculous. And I love... like There, was, there are several games out on the PS2, Ratchet and Clank being one of them back in the day, where they're first person, but it's kind of like, it's, per, it's first person action, but you're not a human, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's still intense, but it's not to be taken overly seriously. Yeah. And I, I, I really like that kind of game. And I feel like for the last few years, it's been a lot about, you know, Call of Duty and The Last of Us and all these things that are hyper-realistic. Right. We started dipping back out of that with things like Fortnite, which is, you know, it's a first-person shooter, but it's like... Right, very cartoon. Not nearly Mm -hmm. real, like, life or anything like that. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Ratchet and Clank. I'm very excited. The footage looked really dope. Because I remember when the first Ratchet and Clank came out, I didn't have a PlayStation back then, so I never played it. But around that era, there were a lot of PlayStation animated characters and games that were doing really well. You had Ratchet and Clank... Spyro, Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, yeah, like all those games are doing really well, and it's they've it's it's been anticipated. I'm so glad they're finally. And you had it stuff back. on like the N64, like uh, Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> that one. That was that fun. was a fun one. You uh-huh. fly a little plane, but uh, overall, I mean, uh, Randy, I thought Ratchet and Clank looked super cool. But when are you going to talk about the by far the coolest looking game? Yeah, <laughs> Mother F and Stray, baby, <laughs> looks. So cool. It does. I was tagged on it a million times. I, is it funny that you're the first person I thought of when I saw the trailer? Uh, same. Everybody Instantly. thought about me. Instantly. And all the comments were, well, Rave is getting a PS5. Because <laughs> I, I checked into it, and I think Stray is exclusive to the is PS5. Really? I believe okay. Stray is. See, yeah. that was some more confusion I had, too, because some of the games, 
there's just a whole medley of reports where this is exclusive, this isn't exclusive. Oh, you can play this game, but also on this console. Yeah. I just wish they would have been upfront and just this is a PlayStation yeah. exclusive. They should have had like trailer. a big banner. Yeah, like if you're gonna if you're gonna present these games, flaunt that shit. Be like, hey guys, yeah, own it. here comes a don't ass trailer. Well, this the is way, only on right, PlayStation. The way that like a Netflix or you right. know, Amazon yeah. only original. Only on Netflix, only exactly. on Hulu. Because you keep in mind that nowadays video games have gotten so massive, the industry sells so much money. It's like you have people who aren't Dumb familiar amount. with these things and these formalities tuning into your presentation. Make it yeah. abundantly obvious. Make absolute. You can't make it too obvious. Randmanconsulting.com. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Stray looks exciting. I read into that a little bit. It's about a, a cat that's trying to get back with his family lost in this sort of like oh, weird cyber weird world. Weird robo world. I'm like, it's so robots. Cool. Just random people acting like, well, random robots acting like people. Right. And then just the cat. Oh my god! I wonder what the action is gonna be like, dude. (sighs) And then there's some other weird (laughs) games. Like Cameron, did you see the trailer for Bug Snacks? Yeah, Bug Snacks. What the hell? I have no idea. It's like it's so Bug Snacks is just it's strange because the animals (laughs) in the world are pieces of food. So be a snake made out of sushi. You're a bug snack. If you eat the if you eat and bugs are eating you. No, no, the bugs are the snacks. So, oh. like, see, so you have a centipede of Ooh. sushi. You eat the centipede. Okay. You eat the sushi. It, <laughs> I think it becomes like a part of you or something. I don't know. Here you it go. Was Here, weird. Here's it was a log trip. line for you, Rave. Okay. It's a narrative driven adventure game where you investigate the mysterious Snack Tooth Island, home <laughs> of the legendary half bug, half snack creatures, titular uh-huh. bug snacks. Um, Somebody was smoking something rather potent when they came up I with love this it. game. Okay, but it looks funny. It looks Look, interesting. Cameron. Yeah. Randy. Yeah. Do I have room for a PS5? Now here's the thing. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I want to play Stray, so, and now I want to play Bug Snacks. So check this out. So the PlayStation got announced, and it also announced a series of new PS5 accessories. So you have a wireless headset. You have a HD camera with dual 1080p lenses to allow the player to recover. To re- with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Record themselves mm-hmm. playing the most epic game actions. Mm-hmm. A remote control for content. Like if you remember with the 360, the 360 gave you the option to buy a TV remote that worked for the 360 so you can kind of navigate they around it. those for the... Xbox One and yeah. PS4 as well, and then they also announced a dual charging base for so you can, can you can uh, charge two remotes at once. So uh, did they announce a uh, bucket, for, <laughs> a bucket, a basket for, for everything, vomit getting, and getting. for Joeing? Um, didn't I read something that you can have like a virtual PS5, like yeah, well, no, the digital version, a digital version. Yeah. What so, does that mean? No, no disc drive. Yeah, no disc drive. Oh, but so, you still have to like have the, the uh, thing. Yeah. What's but the Xbox equivalent I of that? I think it's like currently? the Xbox S. Yeah. The Xbox uh, One S. But I can never imagine doing that. I like having the physical copy. Yeah. You know? Okay. I, to be honest, after having... So uh, there's two parts of my brain in that argument, Randy. Mm-hmm. One of them is resale. Because like oh, older true. consoles, yeah. being able to sell your games at a certain point is really cool. But also, I don't know, like the, I really like that aspect of my Switch. Aside from, I think, Mario Kart, every other game I've purchased digitally... And I like it all just being on there. So mm. I don't know. I'm kind of torn too. Mm, okay. I like the idea of being able to put a disc in or a Blu-ray in or something like that. But with all the streaming and stuff, I'm, I don't know. I think I would I mean, lean 
Or is it digital one almost? I kind of hmm. already purchase digital games, but I do buy the physical copies for games I really like. Okay. So there's some that I'll make sure I get a physical copy of just so I can hold on to for, you know, the one day I want to play a backwards compatibility thing as yeah. opposed to digital, which then brings me to a next thing about the, the PS5. From what it seems like, I don't really hear anything about backwards compatibility. No. That seems to be because Xbox is really touting that. Oh, yeah. Everything. How much backwards compatibility there's going to be. And I looked for that mm-hmm. on PS5. And the only thing I saw was that they're talking about we're the future of gaming. We're not looking back. We're exactly. looking forward. I think that stance is pretty well established and very strong. I think from what I've read and heard from other people in the community, mm-hmm. th- that is one of the main points of contention for people considering an Xbox or a PlayStation at this point. Because the hardware is so similar now right. with this next right, generation right. of consoles. Mm-hmm. That is a large point of consideration for many people is the fact that Xbox has been very open about the backwards compatibility yeah. and PlayStation's been cagey about it, if not anti-backwards D- compatibility. Right. I just don't understand why not just have it integrated. What's the I don't deal? get it at all. It does not make sense. I think Obvi- in their head, they think it drives software sales yeah. for the new console, but I don't think that that's true. Exactly. Because I don't think, you're not like... People who are buying a PS5 are not buying the PS5 to play PS2 games. Right. They like the PS2 games, but they're buying it because they say dope graphics and games are excited about it. For Stray. You know? Exactly. (laughs) It's like, I think their fear is okay, we're going to get people who are into the backwards compatibility and they're not going to be buying enough new software. But I don't think that that's true. I think that that's crap. At all. I but think see, it's crap. But see, that's what I'm saying, though, or that's what I've been saying about how Xbox, you could argue that PlayStation kind of kicked Xbox's asses generation. Yes. But think about when the Xbox One got announced, all the absolute bonkers things they told people. Like, oh, by the way, if you buy a game, you're essentially the only person who can play that game. Or this yeah. is a home They'll, theater system yep. slash, and people shit on Lost them. It. Yeah. They were like, F you, go to hell. Lost it. I'm team PlayStation. I think Xbox is now kind of reading the room, and they're like, look, guys. This is all the awesome stuff we have. We'll let PlayStation dig themselves into their own hole regarding this Absolutely. stance. They can die on this hill, you know? Okay. But I just, but again, it's like, just why not have it? Technology is so advanced also, at this point. agreed. And just have it. Read the freaking room. I mean, the Nintendo Switch online store mm-hmm. has sold so much of these older games the that they're games. re-releasing. Yeah. Read yeah. the room. People will spend money mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to spend money on new and old yeah. Just let it happen. I don't get it. Technology is so advanced. LA Noir, which is a game from Rockstar that yeah. came out mm-hmm. that came out in uh for the Xbox 360, in order yeah. to play that game, it required two discs. So one half, right. the next half. You can download it now in about ten minutes on the Xbox One X. Wow. So it's like, dude, don't tell me technology can't handle this or be yeah. like, Oh, it's gonna cost more. No, it won't. These you can yeah. download these games in a matter That's of minutes. Dumb. The games that used to be massive and impossible to to download in the at the drop of a hat, which then brings me to my next thing price. So okay. this is a console that isn't really flaunting backwards compatibility. Right. The uh, Some people, not saying everybody, are, they're not the biggest fans of the body type or how it looks. It's right. a very futuristic look. I get a it. A lot of people bitching about that. I don't really care. Yeah. And then Cameron brought up a really excellent point that I never even thought of one morning. He was saying, he was telling me, are all new gen consoles just supposed to be standing up? I do wonder. Like, I don't. Certainly the Xbox looks like it only has one position. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me, I don't like. The PS5 is so curvy. Yeah. I don't think you could possibly Mm -hmm. set it down, you know, safely, so to speak. Unless it's contained in a, you know, which it could be in a cab, in your cabinet or whatever. Ravy's got cats. I do. Yeah. I wouldn't bump into stuff. I wouldn't want the PS5 sitting out there. No. Here's a question, Randy. 
Are there rumors for price? Now, there are a few and rumors. what are they? And they don't really look very good. So the before the whole thing transpired, there were two alleged leaks, yep. I guess, or things being posted. But you can, you really honestly, you can't just fully commit and believe those things because sometimes they're just, you know, numerical errors Rumors. or whatever. So Play Asia, a uh, a sort of like online storefront in Asia, obviously, <laughs> they uh, they had it posted at about seven hundred dollars. Whoa! For the PS Five, nah. Disc or no disc? Uh, disc. Because I believe the digital version would be cheaper. Cheaper. It gotta be yeah. obviously. Yeah. And so that was like, whoa, hold on there. Because I mean, well, the consensus was 450 to 500, which even right. then is a, I was thinking 500. Is a kick in the nuts still? Here, yeah. Here's, because the average price in order to produce a uh, PlayStation 5 is about 381. Here's so, what I think you do. 499. Yeah. Once you get past Christmas, 399. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that the rumor for Xbox too? It's a $500 unit. First of all, unit. I mean, this is this works pretty <laughs> this works pretty well for Xbox though, because Xbox is looking at all the because even a former Xbox executive came out and said, yeah, there's no way the PlayStation is going to cost that much and all this stuff. So they're just burying uh, burying them in a hole, you know, because all this stuff came out even on uh, Amazon UK. The, the the listing had an outrageous price of ba- six hundred pounds. <gasps> That's a lot of money in dollars. I don't know the conversion yeah. at the top of my head, but it's I'm sure it's a shit ton of money. Yeah. So it's like, but that's another thing too. Seven fifty. Wow. The whole presentation of it all, the you know, the games, it's like, I understand the PS5 is supposed to be sleek. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, you know, futuristic. But some people like these things dumbed down. Explain what game is an exclusive game. Give us a goddamn price. Yeah. Let us prepare accordingly. You know, they have the presentation where they announced the all the features the controllers can do, the cameras, the remotes. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's a part of the console when I get it. Is that an uh, accessory that I have to buy point. onto it? Yeah. You know? Good, Good point. point. So, I mean... It looks cool. The presentation's sweet. And like, I get it. I've always been kind of a homer for Xbox. This isn't me being biased towards Xbox. But yeah. I was just overall underwhelmed a little bit. And that's just me okay. being personal about it. This is the big hype behind it. The PlayStation 4 from all the PlayStation fanboys. Right. And look, I love PlayStation. I'm playing it right now. I'm totally committed to it. Mm-hmm. But people just shitting on the Xbox. Like, PlayStation's going to win. F you, Xbox. All this crap. And then the presentation goes down. And it's like there were so many things that could have just been explained with a little more work. Yeah. As opposed to us having questions in the air and then going, what the hell's going on? Because the floor is yours. Yeah. You know, the Xbox got announced at the Video Game Awards. Everyone was excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in a while that everything has just been you. There's no distractions. It's just you. And I mean, it was just riddled with confusion. So underwhelming and, and just, confusing. Yeah. But like, but okay. some people love it. Some people said, I'm fully sure. committed. I'm all in day one purchase. But... Th- <laughs> But I will say also though, I'm don't I'm not completely just going team Xbox. Yeah. We haven't really seen much of them. I have to see more. Okay. All the trailers they announced had like one percent of gameplay, actual gameplay. Right. So it's like, well, there's so much left to be seen. So Okay, but as of today, right now, June seventeenth, mm-hmm. and you have we're recording on June seventeenth. Yeah. Um I got you have a thousand dollars in your pocket. Both consoles have just come out. What are you buying today? Probably the Xbox, and that's that's my personal opinion uh, as far as the look of it. I mm-hmm. don't I don't like the fact that the PS5 kind of looks like an internet router, right? Or a toaster. What was the a PlayStation the memes 2, were hilarious. A PlayStation, <laughs> a PlayStation Two and a binder. With a binder, yeah. I like the Xbox One's look. It's simple. It's mm-hmm. a it's a rectangle. It kind of looks you know? like a speaker, really. Yeah, like a speaker. Yeah. And so it's it's sleek, it kind of fits. And then the backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. It thing. really is. And it's even if you deal. don't think it's a big deal, it's not a big deal until you go through your closet and find some if old 360 If you don't think games. it's a big deal, you're wrong. You are. I still have my original Xbox games. It's, I know. 
I still have you them. You have the big beefy. I've got the big beefy. I've got because wired the, controllers. What are they called? The, the general? The commander? The the OG? Oh, Xbox yeah, yeah, controller, yeah. The massive one? Oh, uh, yeah. so big. I got it. I it's wired. Wired into wow. that thing. Dude, and I've played the shit out of it. I think I, I'm with Randy. If I had If I had the money right now, and they were the same price. I would lean Xbox, but I, I have to say I'm excited about some of these games. I'm excited. So stray. I don't buy it at four ninety nine. <laughs> I consider it at three ninety nine. Okay. I do buy it at two ninety nine. Okay, but two ninety nine. So years you're from now. dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know Black Friday. It's a possibility. Black Friday, twenty twenty three. Don't you think it would rule? By the way, if one of these consoles was uh like okay. Let's say the Xbox is five hundred dollars, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. When it's released, and what does a controller cost? Sixty normally. Yeah. Right. With the new Xbox controllers, maybe a hundred. Probably a hundred. No. Yep. If you could release the Xbox at Christmas for four ninety nine with two controllers, game changer. Truly. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Truly. The, the ball, and I think that's why PlayStation didn't announce the the price. I know it's like they're playing a game of chicken. Are, yeah. It's the ball, cat and mousing each other. The ball is in Xbox's court. Because they have now the floor for their presentation, right? And they could very well easily just slap the price, thinking that the PlayStation is going to be more, and then we could find out it's less. So I think it's just sort of like a standoff because yeah. Xbox wants PlayStation to choke or slip up and announce the price, and then they can right. kind of like, you they know have undercut. the advantage. Yep. But I mean, we now know how much it costs to produce a PlayStation Five, three eighty one. Yeah. That's expensive. I, I can't yeah. imagine how much it's going to be, but I mean, the digital version, the one that Cameron's super uh, excited about, or the one he says he would buy, yeah. I would imagine would be cheaper too. Yeah. They so. should just give that one away. Just give it to Cameron. They should. Just give it to Cameron. <laughs> I'll buy a couple. I'll buy just at least two games. The PlayStation Cameron. <sighs> Look, at least there's stuff to be excited about in 2020. That's the bottom line. Shout at least there's still some things Truly. to talk about. We're talking about Stray, and we're talking about what's the bug game? Bug snacks. Bug, bug snacks. snacks. I want Ratchet that and Clank. as well. And Ratchet and Clank. Uh, how about a comment of the week winner, fellas? All right. It is from Andy Meets the Space Invaders. Oh, good username. And it's on Instagram, and it was about our post in reference to Star Wars Squadrons. Short, succinct, and accurate. His comment was, fuck, I just peed a little. <laughs> 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 yes. Andy meets the Space Invaders. We Dude. are going to get you an igloo cooler featuring the child from The Mandalorian. It is so dope. We'll put it back up on our socials so you guys can check it out. Dude, I get it. I peed, I peed a little too. <laughs> Fuck, I just peed a little. Nerding Out LA on Facebook and Twitter. Nerding Out on Instagram. I think it's time to go uh, do some Animal Crossing. I The thing that sucks is kind of, I am that person that now has four or five projects going on on the island. Yeah. And you can only buy five things from the catalog See, a day. I have yet to ah! get into the phase where I'm in like heavy design mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be a minute. Yeah. They should integrate a marketplace, kind yep. of like an Animal Crossing Amazon. Yep. And there's a set time where delivery comes, so mm. you can pick up the delivery or just have something to look forward to. That'd be dope. Every, Good idea, Randy. Every day you fire it up, that's where you get your mail. Randman Consulting. And that's where your Randman stuff is. dot Consulting. Com. But take that thing off about charge what you feel I'm worth. No, okay. you set your own prices. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Xbox and PS5, you set your own price. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we are going to catch you next week on Nerdin' Out. Fuck, I just peed a little. That was Nerdin' Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.